0: Hello. Hello. <laughs> Back it's, again.
1: It's the True Neutral. True Neutral. Uh, I'm Keenan. I'm Derek. Look, we did the whole thing. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> uh, <laughs> man, uh. it's it's been a wild week in the world of news. But let's hear about your week first. <laughs> Over to you, Derek. <laughs>
0: um, <laughs> I'm okay. I'm so sorry about whatever that was. <laughs> I'm okay. I'm uh, been dealing with a bit of health issues, a wee bit, but I was actually thinking I might use that as story time. So okay, all <laughs> right, that's fair. <laughs> Anything else happened this week? Um, I'm at the Elite Four in Brilliant Diamond fun yeah <laughs> i had an extra day off work yesterday so i just powered through to the end of the game that's
1: that's awesome any did you find more grinding in that one than you were no no
0: not really uh. Be- it's just because they all level up rather equally i also ended up just like this is the first time i've ever played a pokemon game and just powered through and i've noticed that the pokédex in this game does this weird thing where when you save it tells you how many pokemon you've seen and not how many pokemon you've caught it tells you both no <laughs> <laughs> Be- because you can go check the pokédex and that'll tell you both but i mean just on the save screen oh, oh okay it tells you how many you've seen and because i'm like i've looked at it and i'm like it says i have like 139 and i'm like i don't there's no way this is actually the first game where i haven't even filled one box full of Pokemon. What? I've just gone through and powered through to the end of the game. There's
1: so many Pokemon you don't know in this one. Why would you (laughs) do that? I don't
0: know why I did it exactly, but that's what I've found that I've done because I'm at the Elite Four and I have a box that still has like a row and a half of Pokemon left that it could be filled (laughs) up and two of the Pokemon I have in there are duplicates. (laughs) That's ridiculous. I have two Hoot Hoots. And I have two Zubats, and I don't know why I have two of those, but I do. (laughs) Alright. I also realized that I've done this thing that I've started doing with other Pokemon games nowadays, is I've started giving all of my Pokemon nicknames. Yeah. Because it's fun. But now that I don't know all the Pokemon, and I've just caught Pokemon and given them names, I don't know their actual <laughs> names still. I still don't know what they are. I know them as the Pokemon I have. Like, I got the Fire Monkey guy. Uh, Chimchar. Yeah, yeah, that's what it started as. I named him Maurice. All right. I don't know what the, the last stage name is. He's been Monferno Maurice.
1: Monferno and Infernate.
0: okay. I, I, I <laughs> because <lying. laughs> I named him Maurice, and so now I see him, I'm like, oh, yeah, that's Maurice. <laughs> 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 I don't know it as a Pokemon. <laughs> so, yeah, I, I've i kind of I'm done pretty, a strange yeah. thing. Yeah. But I think it's because I want to get through it, and I still have Arceus to play, and I still have Breath of the Wild to play. Oh, man. And so I'm like, I have these two huge games left. You, you might just kind of...
1: Uh, put Arceus on hold, do Breath of the Wild, so, uh, cause Tears of the Kingdom's coming out not too long. Yeah. Not yeah. too long at all. And I'm gonna tell you right now, I've told you before, and I've told the listeners, if you go back and listen to that old episode... Uh, there is a lot to do in that game.
0: Yeah, and I'm I, still on the beginning plateau. I've only raised one of the three temples on the beginning plateau. You have so, so <laughs> much to do. Like, I There's... played the game for, like, an hour and a half, and then I had to go to work, and I ha- have been playing Pokemon ever since.
1: Yeah, no, I mean, it. it's fair, because the Pokemon games are a lot easier to get through and just do, but, like... Yeah, really. Now I'm at
0: eight. the Elite Four. I have to at least beat yeah. the Elite Four. Yeah.
1: No. Yeah. I would just like, yeah, maybe put Arceus on the back burner for Breath of the Wild, so you can, you know, be up to date when Tears of the Kingdom comes out. Yeah. Yeah, that seems fair. Because you're, I mean, you're not going to be done with it. I, <laughs> al- I almost guarantee that you won't be done. If you started it tonight, you would not be done with Breath of the Wild by the time Tears of the Kingdom came out. You don't think so? That I can power
0: through games pretty quick.
1: Oh yeah, you, you could finish it.
0: I have no doubt that you could. Oh, finish Oh, it's Skyrim like. There's there's not a, there's no way I could find all and do all the side missions. Yeah, and shit. Uh, there's a,
1: apparently a town you can help build. I haven't found that at all, and I've spent a hundred and seventy something hours in that game. <laughs> Just never never came across that NPC that you talked to to do that. I guess. <laughs>
0: I wonder if it's, like, a little bit randomized as to what NPCs you will or won't get each playthrough of the game. Well, I know a lot of things are
1: time-sensitive.
0: Oh, okay. So. So you have to be in a certain place at a certain time of day.
1: Uh Uh-huh. There's a lot of that, actually. So, wouldn't be surprised if it was something like that.
0: Yeah. Yeah, because it's, a. from what I can tell, it's a pretty big map.
1: uh it's a lot of fun. It's so much fun. You're gonna have such a great time. Uh, yeah. Um, so yeah, Pokemon and the rest of the story.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Pretty much. All
1: right. <laughs> uh, my week's just been. uh, hmm, you No, know, I've um, I've forgotten. I watched Wakanda Forever. Yeah, uh, that's
0: that's your story later on. <laughs> yeah, that's that's what I'm gonna talk about later.
1: Um. I I have been playing a couple games that I will talk about in later episodes, um, I guess Sizzle because Resident it's, Evil, uh, maybe. <laughs> 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 I've been playing a lot of Super Metroid.
0: <laughs> Getting scarier, but you're not quite there yet. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yes, um, so I I really wanted to get Metroid Dread, but I I just wasn't able to, so yeah I'm just playing through Super Metroid again I'm stuck on a power up <laughs> can't, can't fucking remember where it is can't find it and I'm stuck it's the the swingy grapply thing oh yeah yeah anyway the rest of my week's just kind of been boilerplate I think like I usually just forget and then something will come back to my head I'm like oh that would have made for something interesting to say right there and or like actually something that happened this week but I don't Nope. Right right this second?
0: Nope.
1: <laughs> Here's to you, later regret me.
0: <laughs> As you edit <laughs> the episode. <Yeah>. Aw. <laughs> yeah, there's the thing. <laughs>
1: anyway, there's been a fuck ton of news. Do you want to do the news first or your story first?
0: Uh, we can do news. Okay. We can do news. Where are we starting? Uh, because... Goodness gracious me, oh my.
1: Why don't we just go ahead and start with the fact that the uh, James Gunn DC slate was announced.
0: Yes. Yes, it was. Yes, it definitely was. Uh, oh. So, definitely getting a new Superman. Yes. Definitely getting another new Batman. Yes. And a new Wonder Woman.
1: Yes. Uh. Potentially the same Wonder Woman.
0: Also potentially the same Wonder Woman. <laughs> but it's gonna start as a show. That's done on Themyscira.
1: Yeah. So it's it's uh the Paradise Lost. That's, that's, that's the, um, it's supposed to take place before the events of the Wonder Woman films, um, a Game of Thrones-like show in Themyscira. Mm Mm-hmm. So.
0: Eight-episode run, I believe.
1: Uh, it does not say in this, the the article that I am reading from, which is I think I read somewhere,
0: I don't have anything pulled up, but I think I read somewhere it's supposed to be an eight-episode run. The TV shows are both supposed to be eight-episode runs.
1: Uh, I'm reading the article from the Hollywood Reporter,
0: just
1: <laughs> for clarity. Uh, but yeah, so um, Creature Commandos. Did yeah. You ever, do you do you know that?
0: I I don't really. I mean, it seems to me to be a kind of Suicide Squad esque group of people.
1: It, a little bit. It used to, it like. It was like an. Old, old Suicide Squad. Like, it was, uh, the original, like, monsters? Yeah. From things? From the old horrors? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah,
0: like Creature of the Black Lagoon and things like that.
1: Yeah, all those things together.
0: What, dude? Can I please Switch
1: again? No, find something else to do, please.
0: Editing...
1: Anyway, um, the Creature Commandos are set to be. It's set to be written by gun. Okay. So I like that'll
0: that that could be
1: good. Yeah. It could be good. But it's also um, it's it's based on the updated version, which is, I don't know. This this appears to be a screen cap from that updated version. All right. Uh, Voices yet to be cast, but they're looking. Uh, I heard that one of the things they're looking to do is uh find people who can do the voice acting and live action roles.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: Like combined.
0: Which will which will be interesting. That'll be pretty cool to see if that works.
1: Yeah. And we got a Waller, which is a spin-off of James Gunn's Peacemaker.
0: Yeah. And I never watched any Peacemaker. I have not watched Peacemaker either. So I don't I don't know. I, I heard people liked it when it was I, out. I heard
1: nothing but good things. Yeah. Not, I didn't hear a bad thing about that show.
0: Yeah, people really seemed to like it when it was out. So.
1: Yeah. So, uh, yeah.
0: Is Peacemaker going to be in it?
1: And I mean, it probably make some appearances. But I, I think it is going to be focused on the, the, the lady. Well, yeah, As it's going to Amanda be focused Waller? on Amanda Waller.
0: Yeah. I don't know very much DC, but that name I can pull that name out of my head so quick I don't. <laughs> yeah, the angry little black lady, Amanda Waller. She yells at everyone. She gets things done.
1: Sometimes good things.
0: <laughs> I just said she got things done. I didn't say if they were good things or not.
1: And then the the next on the list is the Superman legacy. Yeah, and so this is also going to be uh, a gun-written project that he may direct.
0: Mm-hmm. And it's, it's like he came out with this. I, I read an article, but again, I don't have it pulled up, so I'm going to be paraphrasing heavily. But he did this interview where um, he talked about how, as much as people really like Henry Cavill as Superman. He's just like the. This movie is just not. It, it's not a role for that Henry Cavill would fit as Superman. He's like, I. It's just. Yeah. Like, and there's no nothing against saying they don't work with him later on, but right. like for this version of Superman, like that that's not his vision of this version of Superman.
1: Right. You can respect that. And then uh, this is a quote here from uh, Peter Saffron. Saffron. Safran? Safran. Safran? Safran. <laughs> it, it's not an origin story. It focuses on Superman balancing his Kryptonian heritage with his human upbringing. He is the embodiment of truth, justice, and the American way. He is kindness in a world that thinks kindness is old-fashioned.
0: That's... That is a uh, nothing burger. We all know that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that is... You just described the Superman experience. Congratulations.
1: Uh, yeah, I don't know... um, that uh, uh, I don't know.
0: That that At feels this like an point, empty statement.
1: Yeah, look, um, I I like James Gunn's writing. I do. I I think it's very entertaining. I think he's a good writer. Uh, he's there's just so much that would have to be good about a Superman movie for me to want to see it. To be quite honest. Yeah. I don't care about Superman. Mm-hmm. I, I, I understand that. I get the original appeal of Superman. I, I do. And I, I like him in, like, Justice League stuff. When he's, like, you know, the the last last line of defense kind of thing. hmm But, like, except when he's being used as a weapon, I don't find him that interesting. Yeah. <laughs> Which kind of sucks. I feel bad saying it because I know a lot of people like Superman. Uh, but I like, get it,
0: though. He's it's it's boring to have every power. Yeah, yeah, it's boring <laughs> to have it. The,
1: the most interesting time has been covered awesomely by Smallville. That that was a really cool Superman in my eyes. I, like I like that Superman because mm-hmm. he's grappling with everything, and like by the time he comes out of that, like he has a basic understanding of why he's different, and it's like a great coming of age superhero thing with like it's it's the one thing I really like to Superman because it felt like a good story yeah all the other stories either feel like unrelatable because they're too big because nobody can fight what Superman can fight or like an absurd because they have to make Superman vulnerable (laughs) yeah it's just like I you you made him ultra powerful you gotta just beat him you can't you can't just take that away right Uh, I don't know it always feels like lazy writing whenever I read that so
0: mm-hmm.
1: I don't know it's it's just gonna I don't know that, I know that sounds uptight or I mean, shitty but like, we'll have
0: to watch it
1: I, yeah but... I'm just I'm just saying whether or not I'll like it <laughs> yeah is, is like I, I'm so on the fence about that Superman in general
0: I agree <laughs>
1: Superman suck <laughs>
0: I can't. <laughs> <I'm> fucking... oh. <laughs> Lanterns is
1: the next one on the slate. I'm really excited for it. <laughs> it's terrestrial base.
0: Are, are you excited? Right now? You sound so excited.
1: <laughs> the third time we tried this. <laughs> I am actually very excited for the Lanterns movie. <laughs> so, I how, think it's a TV series. Uh, TV series. Yes.
0: Yes, TV series. Uh, stream series. Nothing's actually on TV anymore. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's got episodes, you know? It's going directly to HBO Max, Max or whatever. Yeah. Warner Bros. Discovery. And, and... Okay, Very much so, in the
1: vein of true detective.
0: Yeah, and they're sticking to Earth at the beginning. Yes. And
1: uh, it's going to play a really big role leading into the main story we are
0: telling across film and TV. And it has, so my issue, so it has Hal Jordan and it has Jon Stewart. Yes. Not that John Stewart. <laughs> um, no, my, isn't there only ever supposed to be one lantern from a given area? Isn't that yeah. why the ring gets passed on? Yeah, uh,
1: th- as far
0: as I understand it, from so the is Hal Lantern Jordan core... going to be the Green Lantern and John Stewart's just going to be his friend, and then at the end of the series, How Jordan will die and pass it on. That'd be rad.
1: That uh, that'd be cool. I mean, it would be really predictable. So I don't know if they'll do that, but
0: yeah, but I mean, because they can't both be the Green Lantern is my thing.
1: Well, no, but they all... either he that also or doesn't... Hal
0: Jordan's a retired Green Lantern and John Stewart's taken over.
1: That could be. I'd like that. Uh, maybe, like, maybe there's an elite core, and, mm. like, there wasn't, it wasn't that he retired or died, it was that he got promoted. He, he moved on to a, a, a better colored ring? <laughs> <laughs> well, no, it'd just be, like, he's, he'd be, like, the representative in the higher order of the rings uh, for the Green Lanterns. So you he get. doesn't,
0: to, like, look after that sector anymore, he's right. on, like, a more council-type position or Right. Something.
1: That's yeah. So s- something like that could also be easily explained. DC Comics are weird, and it's
0: so easy to fit those explain. You see how much sense yeah. that makes. But okay, <laughs> my my bigger fear, rather than having both of them in there, is um, this is going to be a direct to streaming series, an eight episode series or whatever.
1: Right. Uh, it doesn't Historically, say. Historically,
0: about... the graphics. That the effects for these types of things is just bad. Yeah. really bad. They're getting better. After we've already had the last Green Lantern thing just have really bad effects the whole time, I just... I wish they would have gone the route of like doing the movie with it first because then you could have pumped more of your budget into that to make it look really good rather I, than starting okay. with a TV series where it's just going to look like ass and everyone's going to laugh at it again and no one's so going to care again. I, I think you don't
1: need to worry about that too much. Also,
0: I, is Ryan Reynolds going to come back to be Hal no. Jordan again? <laughs> Why not?
1: We all, he already killed that version of himself.
0: Um, that's... Did he? Is there a second movie?
1: Well, no. He he killed the version of himself that did Green Lantern the first time. <laughs> In
0: Deadpool 2. Yeah, but I don't think that counts. I do. I think that's just part and parcel for, for the thing. Like, I... Because that was the, the shtick of that in movies. They were making fun of everything. Well, everything that he had done up to that point, pretty much.
1: Well, yeah, but he did shoot that one in the head and said, you're welcome.
0: Yeah, he also killed the old old Deadpool version of himself from that <laughs> shitty Wolverine movie. Yeah, but that was clearly a joke. So that Al Jordan thing wasn't. You can't pick and choose, man. If one's serious, they're all serious. If one's a joke, they're all a joke. You can't just.
1: No, you can absolutely kill that old Deadpool version too. I'm fine with that.
0: <laughs> yeah, no, it was really bad. Yeah, we were all mad.
1: The merc with the map with a... With, a ma- with, with the mouth with the mouth with the mouth.
0: Where the fuck's his mouth? <laughs>
1: It's literally just in the name. <laughs> I don't know. It's not in Deadpool, but, like, the Merc with the Mouth. Like, I knew that before I'd ever seen a Deadpool on TV. And then they gave ever. him Baraka
0: Blades. <laughs> I was like, what?
1: <laughs> not my Deadpool. <laughs> Deadpool used literally any weapon at hand.
0: Yeah. yeah. Just because he had swords and guns doesn't mean that's what he necessarily used all the time.
1: Just literally whatever.
0: <laughs>
1: His own limb. <laughs>
0: Anyway, I think we're getting off topic.
1: <laughs> I, no, I don't think you have to worry about the effects issue too much because of the fact that uh, they are going for the true detective route. So I think they're going to be legitimately solving an Earth thing. Yeah, but and they're
0: still going to have to use the rings.
1: I, from time to time, and I think that if they do it right in like, space out, how much they use effects, they can make it look good for the few shots that they do use it, and then maybe have like a finale where there's like, you know, some extra planetary something or another because they are Green Lanterns. Mm-hmm. So I I feel like we would be robbed if we didn't get any sort of space shit in this. But um, um,
0: so where do you think that this? this uh, thing is taking place. Like, so they have uh, this S- Star investigation. City or something? Yeah, well, that's what I'm saying, because this determines which other DCU character they're inevitably also going to be introducing by the end to tie everything through. So is it going to be Star City? Is it going to be Metropolis? Are they going to be in Gotham?
1: I, I think they're probably going to introduce a lot with because, this series, because they're... Well, one, they're using two Green Lanterns, which is double the connections of a superhero. And so uh, with that, they can, you know, really reach out and like, oh, hey, did you hear about anything about this thing? Mm -hmm. And then you'll just see a cameo from, I don't know, The Authority or a Themysciran or...
0: Someone that's already been out.
1: Yeah, yeah. Yeah, or mm. like, or, yeah. or Booster Gold, Mhm.
0: Mm-hmm. you know,
1: like, they'll just hear, you know, you just see some random cameo from somebody that, you know, a Lantern might have met before. Yeah. So, yeah. there's just a lot of tie-ins that somebody who protects a sector of space could have. And two people who have done that could have double the things. Mhm. I mean, obviously some of those are going to overlap,
0: but. It's crazy. All these superheroes know each other, and they're not part of some alliance or um, a council or um, uh, what would you call that? Mm, a um, uh, a, a gosh, collection. A collection? Yeah, maybe they all get together and a, a gathering, mm. um,
1: <laughs> a circle. Mm. Anyway, the authority <laughs> uh, is movie. Justice Circle. Yeah, that's it. A movie based on a team of superheroes <laughs> with rather extreme methods. Uh, uh, dot, dot, dot. <laughs> <laughs> <Wait>. <laughs> That's funny. Uh, run by artist and now head of DC Publishing, Jim Lee. Uh, it was. It's based on a run by him, I think. Anyway, one of the things the DCU is that uh, it's not just a story of heroes and villains. Uh, This is a quote from Gunn. Not every film and TV show is going to be a good guy versus bad guy. Giant things come uh, from the sky come and good guy wins. There are white hats, black hats, and gray hats, added Saffron. There are kind of, they are kind of like Jackalson. Oh my god. Jackalson. Jack Nicholson <laughs> in A few like good men.
0: <laughs> Jackalson. 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 I knew who you were talking about, <laughs> if that makes any difference. A little bit. I mean, hey, Jackalson. <laughs> Here's it's cool Jackalson. <laughs> That's what his friends call him. <laughs>
1: I hope no one has ever called him that to his face. <laughs> um, Could be
0: endearing. <laughs> uh,
1: they know that you want them on the wall, or at least they believe that. That's, that's the end of that quote. <laughs> okay. So, um, these are just like uh anti-heroes it sounds like they're just yeah 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 just like hey look terrorist shoots in head
0: i mean that could also be saying like maybe some of your like your batman or whatever some of your superheroes may not always they have the best of intentions they may not always get there through the best means right i like the i like the the white hat black hat gray hat and like i feel like there are certain heroes ...that can fall under that gray hat where... Yeah. Gambit. Gambit. That's
1: Marvel, but yeah. that's the first one I think of because he's I, one of my very favorites. Yeah, Punisher. Yeah, Punisher. He's got a gray hat. I mean, it's probably bloodstained, but it was gray. It was gray at some point. <laughs> Definitely, It's kind of rust color now. Yeah. Uh, oh my god, we skipped over my favorite thing that happened with this news... The Hmm. best thing that happened with this DC News. What? Blue Beetle is the start of the next universe. Oh, you called it! I called that. (laughs) It is. It's the one right after Flash, and it's part of
0: the canon. It's not part of the uh, uh, Elseworlds. You hear that, everyone? Keenan can tell the future ask him any question you want to and he will answer it for you he will give you your fortune
1: i will i will answer the question
0: <laughs> he will give you your fortune and whatever he says will come true you heard it here first i
1: i can tell most futures <laughs> <laughs> No, I'm really excited to see the Blue mm. Beetle movie, just knowing that it is happening and it's going forward. We've talked about it quite enough on this podcast, probably, because we don't have any more details about it. It's yeah, all, it's all the but, same it's stuff, but it's confirmed It's confirmed, and I'm very, very excited to see it. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, and it's coming right after Flash, which is supposed to come out this year. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. Uh, it, uh, James Gunn does say that he's really excited for the Flashpoint movie, like he's said it's gonna be really good yeah, I've, and, uh, I've
0: seen a quote of him saying it's, oh I'm not gonna remember the quote now exactly, damn it but he said something like it's one of the best superhero movies ever made
1: yeah, no, I've heard something along those lines as well, so it's it's hopefully, you know gonna be fine <laughs> I mean, Ezra he wrote Miller, the Scooby-Doo movies. He's got to have a good good handle on things.
0: Yeah. Ezra Miller, they seem to be letting
1: stay on I, okay, so, far. so At this point, they haven't said anything about them staying on, just that they are going to be in the Flashpoint movie. So, uh, I'm, I'm hoping with the universe reset... <laughs> that they are reset because there's no there's but no if confirmed we keep like Gal Gadot <laughs> and we keep Jason Momoa <laughs> he's there I saw a different quote where he said there are going to be characters changed and some characters that aren't with this reset that's why Aquaman is still happening yeah that's what I'm saying and As far as we know, the Shazam sequel is still happening. Yes, Even though he did some weird... I don't know. I just read an article about him um, retweeting some weird anti-vax thing about the Pfizer vaccine.
0: Oh, yeah. So. I remember that. Yeah. I read that as well. Or at least I saw it. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Not very interesting. And I don't actually care that much. And neither did James Gunn. He was like, they're going to disagree with me and I'm going to disagree with them on, you know, some things. Mm -hmm. We're work we work together yeah
0: like if i didn't agree with everyone on my set then i would have no one to work with or yeah. if i had to agree with everyone on my set then i would have no one to work with or something yeah. like that yeah
1: it'd be weird be weird if you just agreed <laughs> <laughs> um, the brave and the bold because we talked about Paral- paradise lost are you excited for paradise lost
0: uh are, do you think it's
1: going to be kinky as, as the original comics
0: no no, they said I don't.
1: Game of Thrones, like.
0: Yeah, but I don't think they're gonna go that hard on the DCU. I think it'll be, like, it'll be like the shitty Skinamax version of Game of Thrones. You know what I mean?
1: Well, yeah, but I mean that's kind of what the comic book Wonder
0: Woman well, was I mean, already. And, but that's like that's if they decide that that's the hardest that they'll go at that. I bet that you won't even get that. I I don't think so. Uh, I I don't know. I I feel like I think it'll be more done in like courtroom drama and other types of like. Well, it's on the
1: island. It's it's Themyscira. Like it's yeah. still like the the tribal ways and stuff.
0: Yeah. Exactly.
1: I don't know. I I I hope they like go lean into it a little bit. I mean, the writer was a known like freak. <laughs> Dude's really interesting. I can't remember his name right now, but super weird dude. <laughs>
0: really interesting.
1: Should do a report on him. Um, but, uh, but yeah.
0: Overall, no. I wasn't. I'm not too excited for Paradise Lost. Yeah. Uh, all right. Or the first one. The See, so you don't even remember. Creature Commandos. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: Very forgettable at Doesn't this Doesn't
0: really seem to matter. Um, it's weird to start with that.
1: Yeah. Uh, I guess maybe so it would stick in some people's minds, because it seems to be a little bit of a passion thing for uh, James Gunn. Like, he really likes those characters.
0: I mean, that's cool. Yeah. But.
1: <laughs> uh, but
0: the next one on the slate... Is the Brave and the Bold. Brave and the Bold, which I think could potentially be the most interesting out of all of these.
1: This is the introduction
0: of the DCU Batman
1: set gun of Bruce Wayne and also introduces our favorite Robin, Damian Wayne, <laughs> which who, is a, who, is that's a, who is a little son of a bitch.
0: <laughs> that's, that part's true. Yep. That part is true. That part's accurate. Saying that he's everyone's favorite Robin is... Uh, I don't know if you can get away with that one. Not at all. Actually... <laughs> He's so, um, not the worst Robin, I my, would guess. But. My favorite part about
1: this is that it's based on the comic book run written by Grant Morrison, who I am a huge fan of. I'm pretty sure I've reviewed his book on here. Yeah. I love Grant Morrison. He's an amazing writer, a really interesting person, and like just yeah. Huge, huge stoke that it's gonna be based on his work. But <laughs> If you're going to start a DC universe, cinematically, and you're going to start with a Batman and a Robin. Why not start with one that gets older already, and we know, like, that there's going to be a trajectory there, or one that dies so you can make it dramatic? Yes, I mean... If you give us
0: a Jason Todd... Oh god, we know what's going to happen. Yeah.
1: Yeah, and as soon
0: as we hear Jason. <laughs> oh <laughs> fuck. But see, and that and that brings up an interesting point of like how old are we looking at this Batman cuz we know we're getting a- another new Batman, but like like how old is this new Batman cuz if it's progressed logically through the comic book phase to get Bruce Wayne to Damien being there with him then he's already gone through dick grayson and jason todd
1: right and that's that's kind of the other thing is like so are we already going to have a nightwing uh i i heard some mention of this potentially introducing the whole bat family and i think that's a bad idea I think maybe as like an end credit scene you show off of the like the other members or like maybe Oracle, like have them at
0: this point she'd be Oracle. Right. She's not Batgirl anymore, she's Oracle, so that's not a bad you can bring her out and Are just we... call her Oracle, maybe give up a little flashback. Oh, that would be shitty though if the flashback was like a cutscene <laughs> from a Batgirl movie. Oh, <laughs> we could that give was... us all a glimpse of what we could have seen. Oh. <laughs> That's wretched. That's <laughs> wretched. Oh, I'd expect it though. Uh, I, I would
1: not be surprised. I'd be upset, but I wouldn't be. surprised. It would be like
0: Damien teasing Oracle and giving her a hard time, and she like sends her into like flashbacks <laughs> of like what she used to do. Yeah, I can see it happening.
1: I think they'd still have to like technically take it out of the vault for that, and they couldn't write it off anymore because they used the footage from it. <laughs> Um... I don't know how any of that works, but it sounds like something.
0: Yeah. Um, but then there's, like... And then so, and it also begs the question, how old is Damien gonna be? You
1: no, know, I think he's probably gonna be the 11 or 12. 11 or 12. Yeah, yeah. I think they'll have... I think they'll do a kind of a kid. Yeah. A really brutal kid. You can't kid. really do
0: too much younger than that.
1: No. Uh... Like, that's that's about the time he would have been dropped off. I think he was 10 in the comics when he was dropped off, but, like, just kind of abandoned by his family and raised to be a killer, and he already is good at it. Mm-hmm. And So it, also... it's definitely going to be a cool and interesting dynamic. I'm going to like to see it on the big screen. I just think it's... It's going to be, an,
0: like, a more, definitely a more established, like, been around Batman. Yeah, see, that's that's
1: the other thing, is, like, yeah, it's a it's a been around Batman. He's had two Robins by
0: now, like... And then he gets a little assassin dropped on his doorstep, and he decides to turn him into a Robin.
1: <laughs> and and they're basing it right off the work, so it is, like, his potentially illegitimate son with uh, Talia al Ghul. Mm-hmm. That's where Damien comes from, so, yeah. like he's been through a lot of adventures involving Raish and Damien, or mm-hmm. Raish and Talia already. So And that's a lot of, like, I don't know. That's, that's a bit into his things, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like,
0: I, I mean, I, I appreciate that the, all of this is just jumping in, expecting people to know who these characters are. Yeah. I, I really do appreciate that at this I point. Do it's like something that, yeah. we've all asked for for a long time. Thank yeah. you, James Gunn, for giving us that yeah good on you with the exception blue beetle i assume that'll be an origin story and that one actually should be an origin story not enough people know about blue beetle
1: that's true and sad (laughs) but i'm excited regardless
0: um but i just think that i don't know it's it feels as much as i appreciate being dropped in part of the way through it feels like being dropped in like halfway through Batman's career also feels a little extreme. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah. It'd be cool if they, like, or somehow connected it, so, like, out El- the Elseworlds Batman, which is getting a sequel. The yeah. Pattinson be- Batman is still getting a sequel. Mm-hmm. But it'd be cool if they, uh, like... As
0: is the Joker. The Joker Folly Ado is still coming out.
1: Yep. Um. Uh, but... Which I'm excited for. I'm moderately excited. I have really mixed feelings about that one. I watched it and it's
0: I weird. Didn't anyway, appreciate it in the same way all the weird creepy incels appreciated it, uh, of but I thought so. it was a good movie. I, yeah. <laughs> have you ever
1: seen Black Swan?
0: Is that the movie about the ballerinas? Hmm. Yes, then yes I have. It's about the same movie. <laughs> yeah, I liked that too. <laughs> so, there you go.
1: It's also like Taxi Driver and the other movies they directly based it on, and that's just like, it's so much like other movies. It feels weird for me.
0: Yeah, we get a Harley Quinn and follow you do so.
1: Uh, okay, see how that goes. Yeah,
0: it'll be interesting. <laughs>
1: uh, but I I would like it. I think it would be neat if um, they were able to run the. Elseworlds Batman storyline to its end conclusion to the degree that it like leads up to the original, oh yeah, like to the, the to this one to the Brave and the Bold that they're doing now.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: It'd be really cool, if Vicky. Like, get that you know, like to have work. them both running long enough to make that happen in like ten years. They've got a few of these out now, and he's gotten a Robin, and then he's then he's lost to Jason Todd, and then like.
0: Well, he has to get a Dick Grayson and lose a Dick Grayson before he can get. Well, yeah, he
1: had Todd. the Robin. You know, I mm-hmm. just skip past Dick Grayson's <laughs> name. <laughs> Jason Todd's the one that dies.
0: Yeah, mm-hmm. I would have loved to see a Jason Todd arc. It would. It, it would
1: be cool, but uh, also like it'd be hard to start with that.
0: It would be yeah, because the veterans know exactly what's going to happen a- by the maybe not the end of the movie, but by the end of the arc. Yeah. you know what's happening. Yeah. The climax of that arc for Batman is Jason Todd dying.
1: Yeah, don't don't get me wrong. It'd be really interesting to see on the big screen somebody pull it off and have it still be impactful.
0: Oh God, yeah. But or just go back even farther. I would love to have like a killing joke, like turning Batgirl into Oracle story.
1: Oh uh, yeah, yeah. It, they they could do that in the Batman. They, I, I guess yeah,
0: they could. Yeah, they could do that in the Batman.
1: See, that's what I'm saying. It's like just the way the Batman is starting and there's not like a lot of mention of other superheroes yet. Like there's definitely mention of uh oh Metropolis mm-hmm. in the first one, but uh yeah. There's not there's not been a lot of outside of Gotham talk, so at this point Batman's definitely, you know, learning and working alone. Yeah. And so it'd be cool for him to develop into the character that we see in The Brave and the Bold and I'm I'm assuming if they're calling it that that it's going to be or at least Batman himself is going to be a uh, quite a bit more lighthearted than the Batman we've seen otherwise
0: who do you think they'll cast cuz it's got to be someone o- older
1: yeah, like like I mean not older older. They not super they just older, but they like... just need to cast somebody that they usually cast as Batman and then just don't try to age him down at all. <laughs> but um honestly this, this would be a good role for Bat Batfleck. <laughs> this this would have been the right one for him, I think.
0: No, I wanted the movie he wanted to make. Awesome. Which he, one did he, what, what he did he want to do? He had gone through a few scripts, but originally when he was in charge of Batman, and he was also playing Batman, he was, like, right. directing and playing, um, he had, a like, a noir-style um, detective-driven story, kind of what it sounds like they're doing with Green Lanterns, with Lanterns. Uh, um, or but, what
1: they did with the Batman?
0: Yeah, like, that was... he. It was going to be him and, like he was not wanting to do, like, a whole lot of, like, super combat stuff. It was gonna be, yeah, a lot of stealth, a lot of, like, almost espionage, like, noir detective-style things, but Batman. And I was like, yeah, that would have been a good... I think that would have been a good movie for him to do. I think he would have done well as that Batman.
1: I think he would have done pretty good as that, but I think... I think he could do this. <laughs> I think he could be the, the jovial, like, oh, fucking... Kind of whatever a little bit. But like, (laughs) hey, actually don't kill that guy. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) That's how uh, I imagine the basic tone of this Batman is going to be. Because Damien's going to be serious and killy. And whenever uh, Batman's got a serious person next to him, he's a bit more silly. It just happens.
0: I think, though, he's going to be... I don't know. I think they might take it like a super serious route... And just if they do
1: that with the brave and the bold title, they're going to confuse so many things right there.
0: I just think like because what if the they brave make him, like brave and the
1: bold is the part of Batman that has always embraced the like really comic booky elements, the really kind of fun elements of what Batman is, it's like the the shark repellent side. Like...
0: Yeah, but it just doesn't seem to match the tone of everything else they have going. I know, and but... I th- I think it's gonna like he's gonna be a little bit more like hard ass. So the movie's gonna be a little bit grittier, and Batman's gonna be a little bit more hard ass. And this like kid that there is claiming to be his, or Tali is claiming to be his, is gonna be you know put on his doorstep, and they're like a little assassin killing machine, and then he's going to be like you are, you know, this is not how you are, if you are my child, this is not how you will behave, and he's going to, like, you know, make him be Robin and make him, like, force yeah. him to, like, find good ideals and good <laughs> outlets, quote-unquote, for what he's doing rather than, you know, like, what he's been trained to do and things like uh, that. Right. Uh, I mean, that's definitely going
1: to be part of it. I just, I just have a feeling, like... I, I just feel like if they don't make it a little more lighthearted with that title, it's going to be really confusing. Is the, is the main thing? Like, the title's just has been associated with the silly side of Batman for quite a long time. So, that's that's honestly my biggest concern. Is because I would like it to be a little bit more serious with with the with yeah. the the subject matter they're using with the run they're going with like. It could be really good if it's an a, like, interesting father-son dynamic that like really plays well into the the drama and the fighting. Mm-hmm. But The Brave and the Bold is the title. The title is, yeah. the, this is what's making me scared.
0: Also, The Age of Batman puts an interesting question out as to the age of the rest of the superheroes.
1: Right. Uh, well, they did say they wanted to use the the main 3 as jumping off points for lesser known heroes. Mhm. So, I think that's going to be a focus for them. But we should probably grab move to these other ones cuz we could talk about Batman forever. Yeah, yeah. Um that was a movie too. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Booster Gold, um, is, do you know anything about Booster Gold? Not really. Uh, he's a, he's a regular guy from the future who just stole some tech and went to the past so he could be a superhero. Okay. Yeah. I saw
0: an article saying one of the people that starred in Top Gun Maverick is looking at that part.
1: Yeah, I think he, I think he got it. But, uh, imposter syndrome as a superhero is... Is the quote.
0: That could be good. Yeah. I could watch that. Yeah.
1: And then uh, Supergirl, Woman of Tomorrow, effectively the same issue except for the feminism could be interesting. Yeah. Because I, the, they, yeah. You, you always get the the male doubters, you know, always you know, the chauvinistic pigs. It you depends can show on how up, old so. they
0: make her, realistically.
1: I, I, no, because he, if
0: she's like a teenage girl like she is in a lot of the comics, then it's going to just be played out and stupid but if they make her like a little bit older and like give her a good voice then it, it has potential or they'll she-hulk it and it'll just be bad regardless
1: oh man that is a long quote <laughs> <All> I. <right>. hmm <sighs> Alright, we will see this difference between Superman, who was sent to Earth and raised by loving parents from the time he was an infant, versus Supergirl, raised on a rock, a chip off of Krypton, who who watched everyone around her die and be killed in terrible ways for the first 14 years of her life, and then come to Earth. She is much more hardcore and not the Supergirl we're used to.
0: Okay.
1: So she is a...
0: Teenage angry Supergirl. Yeah. Alright, maybe this will be good.
1: Yeah, this this could be interesting, especially if she has to fight Superman.
0: Yeah, yeah, that could be cool. Yeah. Could be
1: cool. I'd like to see that one. Yeah. Yeah, that description, that long quote has actually made me
0: interested. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, actually, yeah, I could watch that one. Yeah. All I redact right. my earlier quote about not being interested.
1: Yeah. I am slightly interested. <laughs> I, will, I will mark the interested thing on the Facebook <laughs> event.
0: And it's gone up one tick too mildly. Yes, mildly interested. And then we got Swamp Thing. Swamp Thing. Horror film. I, everyone likes a Swamp Thing movie. Swamp Thing for the win. Swamp Thing's awesome. Who doesn't is... like a dirty, awful, filthy, greasy swamp monster? I I love a greasy, awful, filthy, sweepy swamp monster.
1: <laughs> did you say sweepy?
0: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I think I did. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Not relevant. That's all the DCs.
0: <laughs> um, and well, and then the future slates that are obviously coming out. I think the next one up is the Flash. Yes. And then Flash is coming out end of this year, I believe. Uh,
1: it I think it's supposed to come out summer.
0: Oh, summer of this year. Yeah, and then uh, Blue, Beetle.
1: And Blue Beetle. And Blue Beetle's supposed to come out in autumn or late summer.
0: And then, um, and then nothing. Aquaman. Over. Aquaman. Aquaman. And that's that's end of year I think. Yeah, that's a, like I moved to December. Yeah. So uh And yeah. then it looks like I Shazam have to go 2? back and watch
1: the Aquaman. The first Aquaman, I should go back and watch it.
0: Um Shaz- Shazam, Shazam 2, 2 is in 2024. Yep. And then after that I know we've got the Batman Part 2 coming out in late 2025.
1: Yeah, in October 2025. But the Superman Legacy is supposed to come out in summer of
0: 2025. Oh, all right.
1: So we're going to have a Superman and a Batman film in the same year, so that's pretty fun.
0: Yeah, that's interesting.
1: Um, But yeah, uh, DC. DC, so much going on. Yeah, gonna going to have watch. to just see. I'm really excited for Blue Beetle. I'm so glad it's happening, and we're going to have to watch Flashpoint. And i got to go back and watch the ones that are technically gonna be still canon. Just yes. like three. <laughs> <laughs> um Oh so
0: uh your your story. You got a story this week. Oh yeah. Yeah. So as I said earlier I was having some, some health issues this week and uh, I uh ended up going to the ER for them and um, so mainly my issues were is that I just couldn't keep anything down. I've been having issues like eating food and being able to keep it down for the last few days, and then just that day, I just couldn't keep anything down. I wasn't even keeping water down for more than just a couple of minutes damn and uh so and I was working and stuff, and I made it like through like half a day of work, and I'm just like i i can't I can't do this like I'm not like I'm not sick sick, but uh, there's something wrong i I need to go right get something figured out and so I went into the, the hospital and this is a classic story of why I in particular don't like going to, to doctors for anything and it's nothing against the doctors or the people that work at the hospital because they are so helpful and they do the very best that they possibly can <laughs> to try and figure out what the fuck is happening but it's just a simple matter of my body is fucked <laughs> just, it is I don't even know what the fuck is going on. And that's the issue, is because I went in there, and I, like, did all the whatevers, and I sat down, and I got seen by them, and I answered all the questions and whatnot. So, you know, the do you smoke, the do you drink, and this and that and the other thing. Um, and uh, I get seen by the doctor, and they hook me up to an IV. They take, like, a vial of blood, hook me up to an IV of just, like, fluids just like whatever to like make sure i can stay hydrated at least and give me some nausea medicine so i stopped throwing (laughs) up that's nice uh, of them yeah (laughs) and um no like genuinely they were so nice they were very nice and they were very helpful like they, they they were really like actively trying to be as helpful as possible
1: that's nice
0: and like i was in there for probably about three or four hours. I ended up getting two bag or a bag of saline solution. I got a couple of nausea meds. And then, um they did like uh, some labs with the vial blood they took. They did like a uh what's it called? A uh
1: you're uh, touching your belly. I don't know what you're doing. Uh, ultrasound? <laughs> an ultrasound, yeah, ah. that's
0: it. They did an ultrasound of, like, my appendix and my pancreas and my gallbladder and shit to try to see if they could see anything happening like that. Just
1: looking at your organs.
0: Yeah. And um, I came back, and they were just like, we we have no idea why you're in pain. Because, like, what I was feeling was like, it says, like someone was taking my stomach and just, like, squeezing it with both their hands and just digging their nails in and just, like, squeezing my stomach and it would hurt so bad that it would make me throw up and then when i threw up it would stop hurting for like 10 minutes or so (laughs) and then i'd be fine and i would like take a sip of water and as soon as something touched my stomach again it would just like clench up and start to hurt and i just couldn't keep anything down and um so they're like we have no idea why you're in pain and throwing up like all your tests came back normal all of your organs look normal like we we we're really just don't, we don't know. <laughs> we don't know. So they, you know, told me to t- take it easy, just have, like, really soft foods and liquids primarily for the next, like, week or ten days or whatever. They uh, gave me some nausea meds, sent me on home. Right, there you go. And it's just the simple fact of, like, my body, it's like there's clearly something happening, and then, like, my body's like, no, nah, this is normal like we're fine here don't, don't, don't look <laughs> at it don't question it we're good and I'm like I'm not good I'm not good I, I'm really not good <laughs> and then I went home and I took the rest of that day well by the time I left the hospital my like, work day had ended it was like 6.30 when I got out of the hospital and uh, so I went home and I took the next day off work and I slept for like 20 fucking hours I didn't wake Damn. up until like 2 the next afternoon or some shit like that I slept for fucking ever when I got home. And then I was only up until, like, 11 o'clock last night, and I passed it back out. So I was, I was only awake for, like, what's that, nine hours? Yeah. Damn.
1: Damn, that's yeah. lot the sleeps. You weren't joking about that.
0: Yeah, no, I slept a lot. Yeah. <laughs>
1: well.
0: And I spent most of that nine hours I was awake laying in bed and playing Pokemon.
1: Hell yeah. <laughs> That's the way to do it. Uh, so, uh,
0: yeah. That's my story for the week, of just my body being dumb. Glad- and not cooperating. Glad you're not dead. Um, yeah, glad still, you're still gonna, here, still kicking. Glad you're gonna
1: see a doctor eventually.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Uh... Well, I already have seen one. Uh, That's the issue. Is My body's like, no, we're fine. (laughs) My body Jedi mind tricks the doctors into thinking everything's okay. I swear (laughs) to God. (laughs) This is not the issue you're looking for. And the doctors are like, we don't see an issue here.
1: (laughs) Damn. Oh, shit. Anyways. Yeah. Oh yeah. So I, I guess I uh, Wakanda Forever the worst <laughs> the the worst segue I've ever done.
0: The worst segue. You were like literally shaking your head as you were saying. <laughs> you were so disappointed.
1: Yeah. Um anyway, the movie was pretty good. It it was not bad, just my segue was.
0: <laughs> um,
1: so the the first ten minutes are like um uh full spoilers. Uh the first ten minutes are like uh um, Shuri trying to save uh, T'Challa's life because okay. he's dying of an illness, mm-hmm. unspecified, and uh, she, uh, while well, she's trying to synthesize the heart-shaped herb because you know uh, Killmonger burned it all uh, for healing properties, her their their mom comes in and is like, "Yeah, he's with the ancestors now." and so it's just like oh fuck and she just wasn't by his side because she was busy doing the science thing so it's all that's kind of like the big theme of this movie is you know loss and grief
0: yeah which makes sense Uh, it
1: makes sense because yeah the the whole rest of the opening is a a funeral procession and it's like it's not sad it's very celebration of life it's Mm -hmm. They're all wearing white. Everybody is wearing white. Um, and they carry the thing, and everybody's dancing, and they sing, and it's very nice. It's it's really, really sweet. I, I teared up a little, and then, I gotta be honest, they they showed a, a thing of Chadwick Boseman on, like, a mural of his face with some words next to it, and the words are in McCondon, so I don't know what they say without a translator. Mm-hmm. Um, but... All I could think was, "Oh, Spider Man, No Way Home." <laughs> I mean, they did it. They did it with Iron Man's face. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the, the, it was almost the same shot and angle. Like I don't know if they were trying to be symbolic or with that, but it would it would have been a bad time to make that call. I don't know. That was it. Was it just took me out of it because like I I get why his face would be painted on a wall. Yeah. And I I get why you know, walking down and looking at that would be hard when you're literally carrying his body mm-hmm. that I get it. The like, that's all very hard, but like the, just the fact that that shot was just so close to that Spider-Man shot just really took me out of the, the celebration of life scene. Yeah. Yeah. But, uh, it was all beautiful. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, the, 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 just the way they handled Chadwick Boseman's passing with this movie was really tasteful and good.
0: Well, that's good. Yeah, uh, I appreciate that.
1: Yeah, except for the CGI on the coffin, which, <laughs> which looked a little weird. I don't know why it had to look a little weird. It doesn't seem <laughs> like it had to, but but it did. It did. It was just a little weird. Got I got nothing else to say about that one. It just yeah. Yeah, <laughs> uh, you know. yeah, but they did the Marvel intro as well, like the the letters <clears throat> opening up. with the fanfare, fanfare was gone, and it was just just different images of uh, Black Panther and the various parts of his things. And I, I, I even saw an image of just Chadwick Boseman. It looked like just you know in a sweatshirt doing a thing, mm-hmm. like yeah, it was. It was a really touching tribute at the beginning of the movie. Very good. But uh the whole rest of the movie is shuri dealing with her anger effectively. And um uh, she can't get past the loss at all. Mhm. And one of their uh rituals is to go and burn their funeral garments as a like show if they've really passed uh, and her mom was like come on we're gonna go do this thing and they go to a pond and at the pond Namor comes okay yeah it's real good <laughs> uh... He, the, he just comes up and like sneaks past all the everything mm-hmm. and comes up to the water obviously and it just like flies up and he's just like ah oh, it's so beautiful here just like look um, we also have vibranium, mm-hmm. and uh, uh, there's somebody who's, like, kind of found it with uh, a vibranium detector, and they want them to find the scientist uh, so they can kill the scientist that made the thing, because it was a one-of-a-kind vibranium detector. Okay. Yeah. Um, so that's kind of the, the MacGuffin for the first little bit. And they go and they uh, end up finding Riri Williams, who is Ironheart in in the comics. Mm -hmm. And so she was just a student at MIT who uh, was told that she wouldn't be able to do it, so she did it. Yeah. And then her professor just sold it. (laughs) Sold it. Shady sold. So, uh, yeah, so they are supposed to bring them back. And this is the one big plot, plot hole I have with this film is because they were like, uh, you bring her back and blow this conch shell at the ocean and I will be here very shortly after that. But, like, while they're getting her, they they just attack them on whales. <laughs> like... There's no. I didn't see any reason for them to attack them while they were on the whales, like yeah. like on the on like getting the thi- getting the thing they asked for. It's it's a person, you know, obviously, but like they were doing the thing they were asked to do, and then they just ambushed them. It's a trap. I mean, I guess so, but for <laughs> for, for what? Um, but, for attention. Yeah, I guess so. It, Maybe it was... I mean, no, because they had to convince him not to kill him. (laughs) Because Sherry was like, no, 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 no. I need to... Just let me come see your city or whatever. And so she convinced him to let them go down with them. Okay. And that's how Sherry went and saw the city. I
0: don't... I don't know, man. (laughs) It was
1: really weird for me. Um, (laughs) But the... Namor's origin and stuff has changed. Uh, I think probably because it was too close to Aquaman, and the Aquaman movie alway- already came out, even though Namor was first. Yeah. But, uh, you know, people don't see comics. Mm-hmm. They see movies. Uh, so, yeah, I, they changed his origin a bit, I think, for that, but also because it's really cool now.
0: <laughs> it's not
1: just a basic Atlantis story. It's a, like... It's all based on Mesoamerican, like, you know, mes- uh, Mayan and Aztec, like, culture. Oh, neat. Yeah, so he's, uh, Kul-ka-kan? I don't know if I said that right, but that's, that's like, his true name in this. Okay. And, uh, that's a, a serpent god, or a feathered serpent god. Yeah. And, so, he's, you know, he's got the wings and wings on his ankles, and... And breathe underwater and shit. Crazy dude. On the ears. Mm-hmm. Ears that point to heaven as he describes them. Thought that was fun. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah. So it's all based on that, and he's, uh, got no love for the above ground people because, or the above water people because they, uh, did Did a slavery he went back to his homeland to bury his dead mom, and uh they were doing a slavery on that land and he was like, "Oh, fuck that and he burned the whole place down. And then some priest yelled at him about being a boy without love and in Spanish the so part of that is no more so yeah, that's where he took his that's where he took his earth or his above water name.
0: government name
1: yeah (laughs) (laughs) my this what my enemies call me is what i think he says (laughs) yeah um but yeah the city is really beautiful um talokan is what it's called or Telokan, one of those two (laughs) i want to say talokan because that's what it looks like but i think it's talokan
0: yeah that sounds more right yeah you American? Yeah.
1: Not. I learned to read like English, and just English. I didn't learn the like I didn't learn the other ones.
0: I learned to read English. <laughs> what you say I fuck?
1: Did, I had to think about it. I didn't say I learned good. <laughs>
0: I ain't ever seen nothing <laughs> like that. You no, know.
1: I got. I was. I used to be really pedantic about vocabulary and stuff, and I realized that's just dumb.
0: I'm the exact opposite. I went to school for being an English major for a little bit, and what I learned is that the English language is broken as fuck, and you can say things however the fuck you want to, and don't matter none. It can be as incorrect as you want it to be. People will still fucking understand what the fuck you're trying to say. Yeah, yeah.
1: That's that's also what I have learned. I just have a lot of those dumb little grammar rules still ingrained in the back of my head. So, like, I still use them, but I don't say anything about other people not doing it because I learned long ago that that was a douchebag move.
0: Oh, I put all those rules in a cage and hung them over a pit of alligators, and I said, if you make one little fucking peep, I'll fucking drop you. (laughs) They made a noise long time ago <laughs> <laughs> um,
1: but yeah, so uh, the oh, where was I
0: um in the middle of talking about Wakanda forever,
1: yes, yes, oh, they got ambushed, they went to the city, um Tadokan is very pretty, like all of the the talokians, I guess um
0: <laughs> Tadokanians.
1: Tadokanians. um are blue when they come out of water, but not when they go into the water. Okay. And so they also all got their, um, like the original set of them, all drank an herb much like the heart-shaped herb that um, the Black Panthers have been drinking. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. But this one was found in the water, and when they drank it, it turned their skin blue, and they needed to go in the water right away. Okay. And... Namor's mom was pregnant when she did that. That's why Namor is Namor. He also just outright says, I'm a mutant. Cool. Yeah. Mutants. Yes. He was the first mutant in the comic books, and for him to say it outright was just like, yes,
0: yes. But that also means we have mutants. Yes. And exciting.
1: Yeah, well, I mean. Well, I mean, there
0: was a little bit of, like, maybe Ms. Marvel's a mutant.
1: Yeah, well, they definitely said you have a mutation. Mm Mm-hmm. But they did not use the word mutant. Mm-hmm. I think they, I think they kind of knew we were all waiting for that.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Well, mutant is the next. Like, obviously, that's the next place you got to go.
1: Well, they literally couldn't use the word in Marvel properties for a while because because of, Fox owned it. Because Fox owned the Marvel X Men and mutants. Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. Same reason Deadpool couldn't use anything cool. Yeah. Yeah. But now we get. Hugh Jackman's Wolverine in the next Deadpool movie. Hugh Jackman! And then they're gonna also be in the MCU, so we'll see where that goes.
1: Yeah. Well,
0: I'm, Ryan Reynolds' Deadpool will be. Hugh Jackman is... That's. I bet you it's his last time as Wolverine. Yeah,
1: yeah. Um, I would be amazed if he ever did another one. I was amazed that he did this one.
0: I think... Uh, unless he has a lot of fun doing it. Unless Ryan Reynolds revives that spark for him. Yeah. I don't think that... But maybe, because, fuck, Wolverine was a big part of Avengers and shit for a long time.
1: Yeah, um, but no. So, uh, from from there, uh, the Shuri ends up synthesizing the new heart from the a uh, bri- uh, neck. Oh my God, a bracelet that uh Namor gives him gives her. And because the bracelet has the ties of the root of the plant that they used. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: And so it has a similar genetic compound. And so she's able to do the thing and become a Black Panther. But when she goes to the ancestral plane, she doesn't see like any of the nice family. She sees Killmonger. Okay. Yeah. Hmm. It was pretty cool.
0: Yeah.
1: And it's just like, hey. Your hate's guiding you, like it guided me. And I had the strength to do what was right. You saw it. <laughs> and it just gets more mad, and things start to go on fire. And she's still in her funeral wear in that, because she hasn't burnt her funeral wear. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So that was really interesting and cool scene. Yeah, uh, that sounds fun. Michael B. Jordan is always amazing.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, but uh, there's... There's some subplots all the way through. I've been able to just brush over them, but uh, there's like a whole 45 minutes I brushed over because the subplots in this are not relevant to the main story for the most part.
0: <laughs> that seems unfortunate.
1: Yeah. Um, so I, this movie was really good. It was fun to watch and could have been about, uh, well, probably a total of 45 minutes shorter. With all of the stuff that wasn't relevant directly to this plot. Because there was a lot of stuff with, like, Agent Ross.
0: Okay. Oh, setting up Thunderbolts.
1: Setting up Thunderbolts with uh, Director Fontaine. Yeah. Of the CIA. Mm-hmm. And so we got a lot well, of... Well, it
0: seems kind of relevant then, because they're setting up the next the, phase.
1: They're setting up, the, but that's it's a lot of setting up.
0: Yeah, well, they, they're... It's just because we didn't necessarily see it as... two hours and 40
1: minutes. It just didn't need to be so long. Wait, so I two
0: hours like, and what?
1: 40 minutes. Okay. It was just... <gasps>
0: Holy shit!
1: Yeah, it's just a little long, all right? So...
0: <laughs>
1: like, it just didn't... And, and the re story was, like, I really liked her, and I, really, I don't know yeah, the actress. Yeah, we have
0: Ironheart coming, so, yeah. you
1: know. Yeah, and that makes sense, and, like, I... It makes a little bit of sense that they'd want to kill the scientist that made the thing, but it was also a one-of-a-kind thing that hadn't been made. I, I don't know. It just feels weird that you wouldn't.
0: Yeah. Did they give her the Ironheart suit? By the uh, the
1: she, she used it, but she wasn't allowed to leave Wakanda with it.
0: Okay. But she has it.
1: She's made it, and it's in Wakanda.
0: So technically, yes, she has it. Yeah. <laughs> I'm right, <laughs>
1: damn it. Well, she's back in Chicago.
0: Well, she she owns it at the very least.
1: No, I think it's Sherry's.
0: <laughs> For now,
1: yeah. Um, man, so uh, ooh. yeah, uh, a lot of this was setting up. Um,
0: this seems like a bad movie to. Put a bunch of setup for the next phase into if you're trying to use it as a memorial, as it was yeah. kind of is. It's supposed yeah. to be.
1: Yeah, it was. And this movie was a lot darker when they are doing the. When you see the drill in action, they have like. The first time you see the. Uh, Namor's people. Um, <laughs> they, uh. Do a siren song. Okay. And just take a bunch of people off a boat. They just drown, apparently. Like, there's just no, there's no recompense. There's no fixing it. Hell yeah. They all just jump into the water.
0: Full-on murder in an MCU movie? Fucking A-buddy. It it gets kind of heavy in this one. Um, They saw Black Adam and they were like, we gotta step up.
1: (laughs) But, uh, yeah, then the, the two people in like the main office of that boat because you know they were trying to drill around looking for vibranium um trying to get out went in a helicopter and then namor just fucking grabbed the helicopter and threw it out of the sky hell yeah yeah
0: that's great i love that they've taken that step because that also i i've been worried about them bringing deadpool into the MCU. Because Deadpool is so classically violent, and um, but if they're leaning more into that, then I'm totally—that means that Deadpool is still going to be his fun, goofy, killing machine self.
1: Yeah, and this one was like—I mean—pretty dark overall. There was a lot of like, "Oh, those people are definitely dead." (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. And um, they uh, attack uh, Wakanda at one point. And they make it a point to kill uh, Ramonda Sherry's mom. Okay. And they they drown her, and we see her like drowned body in the water.
0: Oh shit!
1: Yeah, it's pretty heavy. She barely she her last act was to save Riri, get her out of the water, and she just didn't make it out of the water. All right.
0: Well. Murder in the MCU. Yeah, I like it.
1: It's pretty hefty. This whole movie was felt heavy in that way. And then it would cut Agent Ross.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I need the Thunderbolts. No, <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, a- Agent Ross is the 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 nice the nice agent from the first one who got his life saved. Oh, yeah, Yeah. Yeah. He's a good he seems like a good guy. Um he ends up getting saved at the end because well director fontaine um uh fucking bugged the beads he found beads at the crash site because they obviously went to investigate whatever happened when they were attacked by whales Mm -hmm. and uh he found the beads at the crash site but she had already been there and bugged them so the whole movie he's talking through um the beads to Shuri trying to like keep updated or talking through the beads to Ramonda until she dies. And uh so director Fontaine has all of those conversations and that's a pretty big transgression hmm against the against the US when uh they're Yeah. 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 So <laughs> uh Oh, I totally. Doesn't
0: Ross turn into a Red Hulk? Isn't that Thaddeus Ross? Isn't he Red Hulk?
1: Um. Yeah, that's. I don't think that's that. I don't think it's the same Ross. <laughs> hmm. Hmm. <laughs> 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 uh. No. So, uh, shit. Lost my spot again. Oh, um, I did. Brush past, there's a spot early on where they uh, have a. They're having like a United Nations conference about Wakanda not being more generous and opening up more. And she basically says the reason we can't give you these powerful things is because we can't trust you. Yeah. Like, we have not blown ourselves up yet, but how many of you want to build weapons with this? Like, big boomy weapons. Which and, is fair. Yeah. Well, and as they're doing this, she brings in um, a group of troops who were attacking one of their safe houses because they made the safety retreats or whatever, the community outreach mm-hmm. centers. Um, and yeah, one of those was getting attacked because apparently they've been attacked a couple of times and because the Dora Milaje were there to, like fuck him up but mm-hmm. they just walked him through and were like hey consider this reaction the nice one like don't attack our shit again or it's gonna be big shit yeah that actress is so good the Aunt angela bassett i think anyway she's fantastic <laughs> she has a couple of really good speeches in this movie and they're really good but, yeah, uh, Shuri technically inherits the throne at that point. Um, but she's still just more mad now. Yeah. Yeah, she's just more mad and fueled by rage. So they do this cool plan where they go on a get a ship. Get a big old ship. Like, big <laughs> tall ship. Comes out of the water a lot. And uh, they go out in the middle of things and they... Just engage in combat effectively to draw out the (laughs) Tolokians. And yeah,
0: that sounds fun, though.
1: Yeah, the the whole movie is really good. And you know, Shuri does the thing at the end where she like wins the fight and then spares his life. Yeah, And, and they make like a treaty sort of thing. Like, yeah,
0: yeah. Overcomes her anger, becomes better as a hero. Yes. Classic.
1: Yeah. Whole thing, overall very good, just like really kind of pluggy.
0: Yeah, yeah. I, I if If I was rating it, I would probably knock a whole star off for that. Because it detracts from what feels like to be the message of the movie overall, and the tone of the movie overall.
1: Yeah. Yeah, it... And... It's all... It's all, you know, for the most part, organic, but it still, it dragged on because of that. hmm You don't want it to drag on. Anyway. Very good movie. Um, probably yeah. probably not like my top five MCU, but very good. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but I think that's probably true neutral for the week, because we've been going on for a minute. <laughs>
0: okay, yeah.
1: Um... <laughs> Where can they find us? Well,
0: you can send us an email at uh, pod at gmail.com. Send us your questions, your thoughts, your whatevers. You have a question you want to do for a True Neutral Asks. You may be getting a lot of those here soon. Who knows? Who knows? Um, You want to just tell us that we are boring to listen to and you're tired of us and you're unsubscribing. Hey, you know what? Whatever. You can yell at us about that, too. doesn't matter. Um you can do that there at that email. Or if you don't feel like emailing it to us, you want to make it more public, you can send us a tweet over at True Neutral Pod on the Twitter and I'm at Mr. Dab himself. Bop, bop, bop. Um other than that, we have the True Neutral Studios on the YouTube which um we have more technology, hopefully we'll be figuring out the rest of it soon and yes. beginning to make some more videos for you all beautiful people. Yes. Um, other than that, I believe we have the Instagram, uh, True Neutral Studios on Instagram, is that correct? Uh, yes. Yeah. Yes. True Neutral Studios on Instagram, right. as well as uh, True Neutral Podcast on Facebook, and um, then the old disappointing at best band on both the Facebook and the YouTube as well.
1: Yeah. Yeah, so... uh, Links to
0: all that. There's so many links for you to put in the description now.
1: (laughs) I know. I know there are. And uh, (laughs) rate and review us on whatever podcast app you listen to.
0: Yes, pretty please. We appreciate it. Every little bit helps. If you actually enjoy listening to us, why not share it with a friend? Tell someone else to listen. Yeah. Force them to listen, even. Put it on when they're stuck in your car with you, and you're like, ha, 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 I have control.
1: Yeah. Or, you know, tape them to a chair. Whatever works best for you.
0: Yeah, yeah. Find the videos, put them on like Clockwork Orange style.
1: Yeah, that would be really bad. <laughs> yeah, don't do that. <laughs> you'd be Actually, brain, You'd be brainwashed into just stupid.
0: Yeah. <laughs> 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 Goodbye. Bye bye.